0: Hey, everyone, it's Michael. Before we get started, wanted to let you all know about the new union member profile. Every month, we'll be featuring a new member from the Union GK app on the podcast. Want to be featured? Just start engaging on the forum by going to www.theunionsports.com or the union community on Apple or Google Play stores. Thanks for making the union possible and on with the show. Welcome to Inside the 18. I'm Michael Madden, live once again from Stevens Point, Wisconsin, at lovely Camp Shutout. Uh, with me, not 17 different goalkeepers like we had earlier on on the staff assistant uh, Camp Shutout Superhero Goalkeeper Draft, uh, but joining me is somebody who's got a journey that's kind of like a superhero. Uh, we have Washington and Lee goalkeeper, uh, Will Joseph. Will, first off, dude, this is, this is a lot of fun. I know we've been chatting quite a bit at, at camp this
1: week. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited to share my story. Um, it's quite, a, quite an interesting story that I've got.
0: So so let's let's talk a little bit about that. So for, first up, before we kind of get into today's topic, and that's late identification, because obviously, like you said, you know, you kind of got picked up late as, as a goalkeeper. Why don't you kind of just tell everybody about like what you're doing right now? You're at Washington and Lee, how that's all going for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um I'm I'm currently at uh Washington and Lee University. It's a small liberal arts D3 college in um in Virginia and Lexington, a small town. Um I just finished up my freshman year. I'm gonna be a, a sophomore. Uh, going to preseason about two, three weeks now. So, you know, just getting some good training here, yeah. coaching in at camp shut out. So, yeah.
0: Um, so, so, you know, speaking of that, that, that obviously, so you're like, obviously staff assistant, kind of like we had yeah. all the staff assistants on earlier and everything like that. Like we've been talking about that whole experience and everything. And it's like, it's a weird thing. Cause it's like, you're not quite a camper, but you're not quite the staff yet.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, the past day, day two and a half now, um, So I'm kind of figuring out as we go, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we work with the head coaches in our sessions. So, uh, some, some of the staff assistants get to run their own sessions and, um, Sarki today actually kind of let me run the session, which is really, really awesome. But, um, it's cool. We learn as we go. Uh, sometimes we get to hit some services here and there, but it's really interesting and, and fun to facilitate these types of trainings.
0: You know, I mean, you know, speaking of that and everything like that is like you were talking about like you, you got to help. Like one of the things I notice a lot with the staff assistants is like a lot of the senior staff, like don't look at them as like, go get me coffee. Right. They look at them more as like, hey, you're if you're here, and you want to learn how to coach like you're going to coach.
1: Yeah. 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 That's yeah. exactly exactly how it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, you know, speaking of that, like, you know, one of the things that I've noticed a lot with with a lot of the staff assistants is like they're trying to use this opportunity to not only like learn how to grow as a coach, but also learn how to grow as a player. Is that something you've been kind of doing?
1: Yeah, no. Um, absolutely. I mean, I think that as you know, I think that a lot of the times we think of, Oh, you know, coaches were players. No, now they're no longer players. Um, but, and I think that's kind of how I saw this opportunity. You now I was going to go coach, but like, you know, I get a train really early in the morning, but coaching, it brings a new perspective. Um, it's it's different when you're not between the sticks and you're watching the keeper between the sticks, but um, it definitely helps me. Uh, I think that like getting to evaluate these goalkeepers and help them work on the their you know things that they may have weaknesses in. I um, may have similar weaknesses, so uh, it it it's helpful for me too. Absolutely,
0: that is a weird thing that you just said there because like a lot of us you know like will we'll look at things and like, Oh, it's like such a simple action or whatever. And then like, we look at film of ourselves and we're like, Oh, I don't do that either. So like maybe I should be a little bit more empathetic towards this player.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, especially uh, training these different groups and everything like that um, you know, there's a wide range of skill, but you know, depending on the group, like they, they see me, you know, I, I play college soccer. So, you know, they, they know that I play at a certain level and, it's like, you know, they may want me to demo something. And, you know, for the most part, I'll, I hope that I'll, I'll, uh, I'll you know, have a good service or, you know, yeah. do a good demo or whatever it might be. But it's like, I'm like, you know, in the back of my brain, I'm like, uh, I don't want to mess up in the front of these kids, you know?
0: You know, that, that that's the weirdest thing because, like, I've heard, especially, like, with, like, the staff demos, like, and, and it's a lot of the staff assistants that do the demos because they're still playing in college. But, like, the senior staff will be like, hey, don't make me look bad. Like, like you know, hold on to everything. And a lot of, like, the staff assistants take that, like, really seriously. As opposed to like realizing like, hey, it's all in good fun. Like relax, like have a good time with it, you know.
1: Right. No. No. Exactly. I think that. Yeah. I mean, when you start to tense up a little bit as well, it's like you know you want to you want to make the the older guys look good, you know. But it's like as soon as you start worrying about all those things, I feel like that's sometimes when you might slip up. So like it's all, especially as a staff assistant, it's a lot of fun, you know. So you got to look at it like that.
0: So. So talk a little bit about just like, you know, before we kind of get into the topic about late identification, why don't you just talk about a little bit like how this happened for you? How did you even become a goalkeeper? Because this is a kind of a crazy story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I I, I got to go pretty far back, actually. Um, and, you know, I think when we talked earlier, I didn't even mention this, but uh, I, I'm from. The Chicago land area. I'm from the small town called Wilmette. um And there's there, wait, you know, what's it
0: called again? Wilmac?
1: Will Willmet?
0: Willmet. Okay. Like like
1: my name Will, but then Met okay. at the end. Okay, gotcha. Small town. Maybe some of the people watching may know about it. Um, but uh, yeah. So I, I started playing soccer when I was eight. Never really, you know, like when you're young, you there yeah. are goalies aren't goalies. It's just throw someone in the middle yeah. of the goal, you know. Um, so I joined this club called Euro. It's no longer a thing anymore, but um.
0: What I, was it called?
1: Euro FC. Yeah.
0: Euro FC. That's very vague. Yeah. Very, like, very, we follow European football. It's
1: like yeah. No, it was, it was just, uh, it was a few just buzzwords to get parents to pay money. No, no, literally. Yeah. And, and, and the guys that ran it were, uh, you know, they were from, you know, I think my coach was from uh, England. Uh, we had a guy from Ireland guy, uh, maybe from Scotland or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I joined this club. I wasn't really that interested in soccer back then. Um, and then, I think when I was going into like third grade, so I was you know eight or nine years old. Yeah, um, I was like, you know what, like, I want to take this a little bit more seriously. And like back in the day, you know, when you're little, the only thing that really matters is if you can kick the ball far. So I took a bag of balls. Um, like five, six balls. My dad bought me like the cheap ones. And I just went to the local park and kicked the ball like probably 10,000 times over the course of the summer. I'd leave at 8, 9 a.m. And then I'd come back at like 6 p.m.
0: Your dad just let an eight, nine year old just take a bag of balls and go to the field. Oh, oh yeah. Like, um, what, what year did you live in? Did you live <laughs> <yeah>. in 1910 <laughs> in some farm? Like, What are yeah. you
1: doing? Yeah, it was like a local, like I cut through a neighbor's backyard. It was like a block away, you know, okay. Um, but I went there. And so I was like, I was, I was a big Ronaldo guy. I loved watching him play. And so I was a field player. I want to score goals. And like, I came back that, that next season at Euro and my, I was just blasting the ball and my coach was like, what happened? Like, when did you learn how to kick the ball like this? And so I, I would take free kicks from halfway, all that type of stuff. But then I remember like a little bit later in, um, I was like, you I were the
0: messy of the nine
1: you nines. Uh, yeah, no, no. Like I, 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 I scored so many goals when I was younger. I lo- it was so much fun. And then I don't know what happened, but I just remember like I was like I saw the like our, I don't people know if our people grew so the ball couldn't just be lifted to the top corner. Well, well, even even at that point, okay. Even at that point, I like I liked scoring and stuff like that. But like you know, it was at an age where we started playing team, like because we were a pretty decent team. It was a really like ragtag team, but we were pretty yeah. good. So we got like we played against good teams and we had no goalie and and like we were losing games. Cause like, like we just threw field players in there. And I was like, like, I kind of want to play goalie. And I was like, you know, goalie, if I could kick it far from a, from a goal kick, like that could help our team. And so like, I remember I was like, you know, I, I really had to build up some courage. I, I would go, I remember my friend from who lives in California. And I, I don't, I haven't talked to him in a while, but name yeah. was Michael or Baron. He and I would go train in his basement. And like, he would just kick the ball at me. Like, no, we, you know, we're like, we're like eight. So like, there's no, he just kicks the ball at me. That's how I learned. And he, he had to help me build the courage up to tell my coach, like, Hey, can you throw me a goal? And so this was the first ever time I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll try out this goalie thing. So I tried out, played in this game, played pretty well. And then I started kind of playing as like a halftime goalie, but like it was, it, it was like, that was it. And I enjoyed it. And then like the next year I was like, I was, I was all right. Like I was all right goalie, but like no training, nothing like that. It was just like, I played goalie because there was no one else. And I was like, okay, I'll be that guy, whatever.
0: I love the way that's done. It's like last resort is always a goalkeeping. You never hear that. It's like, ah, I I guess I'll play the number nine, like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like it's always, it's always just like one of those things where it's like the, the coach is like, ah, You, you do it. And you're like, "Ah, all right, fine. I'll try this out. But but you dig it though.
1: Yeah, no. And and so I did. And then I was like, this sucks. Like, I hate this now. Like, I really don't like this anymore because I was just kind of, I thought that I, like, at that point we, like, we kept playing better and better. You know, I, I would, I was pretty good, even though I had no experience. And we won more and more games. We got better players because of that. We were playing better teams. And I was like, I really miss playing on the field. I, I would play at ha- I'd play on the, you know, one half because we had some other kid that played the other half. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I really wanted to play on the field. I did. I wasn't getting a lot of playing time on the field. And I was really just upset about that. And it really made me, like, dislike goalie because of that because I, I wanted to score goals. And so then I, I started working on my field work. I never worked on my goalie work. Kept working on my field work. And finally got to play a little bit more field. And then like fast forward a couple of years, um, you know, things kind of progressed. That was the year where I think it was like, we switched to the European standard. So it wasn't like by grade level anymore. It was by year. So this team, I
0: still don't, I still can't figure that out. Like I'll talk to a kid here and I'll be like, how, hey man how old are you he's like i'm an 07 i'm like dude can you just tell me how
1: old you are like, <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly like, <laughs> exactly exactly but that whole thing you need
0: me to do math <laughs> yeah. 7 a.m right now well because like,
1: an 07 sounds like like in my mind i still think of an 07 as being like 12 but yeah, they like 16 now. i know like it's car. crazy it's crazy yeah
0: because i think of the 07s too i'm like i'm like 07s like oh you play with like a size four they're like
1: dude i'm going like colorado next year. yeah no, okay <laughs> no I that's exact yeah exactly but so then, this whole thing made my club kind of fall apart. I was at this point. I, I tried out. This is where I joined FC United, and I didn't try it as a goalkeeper. Like that year before, I had played actually the full season in goal because our goal, the other half goalie, had like dislocated or broken his shoulder or something. So I played the whole season, and I like did not like goalie at this point anymore. Like I, I was done with it, and so I tried out as a striker. Okay, and um at that point this was, there was, and that's when FC United f- d- formed the development Academy team. So it went like the DA and then there were select one, select two, premier, whatever. So there's club teams. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I remember I tried as a field player and I was like, Oh, like they gave out this brochure, the select one, and Select two team. They got to go travel to Arizona for tournaments. So and I'm like, I really want to go on a plane to go play a game. So I like, I was like, Oh, hopefully I make one of those teams. And so I made the select one team as a striker. And, uh, I was, I was so excited. And uh, at that point, I think the select one team was actually like the second best team before they made the pre-academy teams and everything. You know, they have like yeah. a million teams now. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, every, yeah. Every,
0: Dude, everyone's playing elite something. Yeah. Yeah. You get like, elite
1: 64. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Dude, how... Like you know what the definition of elite is? It's like the best, right? Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, anyway, like you're like you're like I'm elite. I'm also on the JV team at my high school, right? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: No, I know what you mean. It's like it's just all these buzzwords. It's really just you know it's just marketing and everything, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I joined the select team. Um, and I, at first I played striker. Then by the the end of the three weeks, the team started. I was playing center attacking mid. Then I went up to left wing, left, like we played like a four four two, so left mid. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I was tall and like my, my, I had this Serbian, um, uh, the Serbian coach named Sasha, uh, Bogoslavic, he was an yeah. awesome guy. Um, he moved me to center mid. He's like, Oh, I, I want your long legs to move the ball down the field fast and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, all right. It's amazing. <laughs> so then it's I was a center mid and then somehow i got moved to outside back which i was like you know when you're little like usually they they, they put the outside backs like they're not the good they're good yeah, players yeah so i was like oh that's oh that's not good yeah and then finally i got moved to center back and i was really excited about that actually i think i was at this point i was in seventh so grade, you're the only grade.
0: person who's ever been excited to play center back
1: i was i was super excited i was seventh grade i don't
0: even know if virgil van dyke enjoys <laughs> playing center back
1: like yeah well because you know what i think deep down it's like it was like, you know, I still got to play on the field and I, and I got to start every game because there weren't a ton of center backs, you know, at the yeah. other positions I was kind of, maybe I'd play a start a game or whatever it might be. I was 12 years old in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, but I think deep down it was like the goalie instinct because it's like being a center back is kind of like, you know, you're, you're not the furthest guy back cause you're not the goalkeeper, but yeah. you gotta, you gotta really command your back line. You're practically like a goalkeeper who can't use their hands, you know? So yeah. I was like, I loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then that's kind of where from. In, once I was at center back, I enjoyed it, and then this is kind of where my story just completely took a shift. Okay. It was like I I was in seventh grade, and I remember like our our goalkeeper he was getting injuries. Like there were just a lot of like things going on, and it was like my my um one of my friends who played at Euro with me. He was also on my select one team. His name's Ronan, and uh, his dad was like, you know, will like you should try out goalkeeper again and i was like, uh, like i don't know like i left i because well, you had such a bad experience when you were younger about it cuz
0: like and i think that happens to a lot of young players to be honest with you like i think a lot of like we lose a lot of great goalkeepers at the younger ages because of a lack of awareness from the from the from the outfield coaches on yeah. how to handle these players and how to handle their development or they're looking for the wrong qualities or just you know um, or they're just so focused on winning and achieving that they're not really putting the goalkeepers in a position where they're going to grow and keep improving as the game continues.
1: Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And yeah. like that, I did lose my interest, but yeah, it was such so, so seventh grade. I like kind of took a shift at this point. I, you know, I, I don't quote me. I don't know if Stan was at, at FC yet. He might've still been at fire, but I remember there was a goalie coach, um, coach, uh, Fideo coach video. He's Argentinian guy. Uh, I remember he, maybe he was at Northwestern for a little bit. He was our goalie coach. And, uh, I I was like, you know what? I'll I'll take Ronan's dad's advice. I was like, you know, it it, it was kind of a perfect timing because our goalie for the select one team. And at this point, select one was no law. It was kind of a middle team because there was pre-academy, pre-academy this, pre-academy that, and then academy. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like I'll stay on the select one team. Uh, And our goalie got hurt in a game. And so we had no goalie. And I was like, all right, well, I better go start doing something like to at least get some some work, but then like there were some obstacles. I couldn't get to goalie training, like they wouldn't let me or something. Yeah. So I volunteered and I played really well. And it kind of put me under a spotlight. But I was like, okay. So like maybe goalie is going to work out. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, and then I was like, it was towards the end of the spring and tryouts are in May. And I was like, you know, I'll try out as goalie. I had no technical experience. I was really nervous about that because I was like, you know, if they I'm 13 years old at this point, like they may have me do stuff. And I like, don't know how to dive properly. I don't know how to do this properly. I don't know how to do that properly. Um, Like it was just all instinct at that point. And so I I showed up to this tryout and uh, it was in seventh grade and I played it right. And I thought, I thought I was like, yeah, yeah, I could make this like one team, whatever it might be later on. I go to learn that like, I was like, like they, they released the squads and I, I wasn't a goalie cause they list what position you were. And I was devastated. And I remember my coach telling me, he's like, yeah, like you're, you're not good enough to be a goalie on the select one team. Like you would have been dropped, you know, either to select two or premier or whatever it might be. And I was like, like, this isn't right. Like, I know, like, I thought I was a stronger goalie than the goalie that we had. Yeah. Um, which was, was, yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was heartbreaking for me cause I didn't know if I wanted to continue doing goalkeeping after that. Yeah. So, yeah um
0: yeah i mean so let, let's let's kind of delve into the topic and by the way i can tell that honestly you're like a late identifier because the fact that you turn you still use the term goalie <laughs> means that like you're still like you know it, it, it's like people who've been like working on like final actions and like proper service and like being defending the front the, the area and the goal and all the coach speak that we kind of hear yeah. since they were like eight years old they say the goalkeeper or the keeper because like they've been in an environment where like they were got like probably ostracized if they didn't um right. so it's very refreshing to see somebody like yourself who's very comfortable <laughs> matt turner says the exact same thing yeah. so you're in very good company right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, um and he's also a late identifier so let's talk about that um what do we mean by a late identifier
1: yeah so uh i mean when i when i think of this it's like i think a lot of the goalkeepers nowadays they start really young you know that i don't I, I don't really know. Cause like, like I was, I was, so, I was so late. Yeah.
0: Was, but you've been around it and you can tell.
1: Yeah. So like, I mean, I see kids, you know, they're eight, nine years old right now and they're, they're already getting into goalkeeping. They're getting their eyes in front of coaches. Coaches are putting them in these Academy programs, whatever it might be. But like, I had no experience. I was 13, 14 years old and, and I ended up getting kind of scouted by Stan. Um, and I'll go into that. Should I, should I go into that right now? Or,
0: I mean, you, you mean you you can if it, if, it, if, it, if you think it's relevant to like what we're talking about right here. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So, so being a late identifier, I think that here's, here's how I describe it you, I think that when you see all these goalkeepers, especially if you're later, I'd say like 13, 13, 14 years old, maybe going into high school, that type of age, and you're not a goalkeeper, you see people around you because you're on an established team or whatever it might be. And you think of an established goalie like this guy. He's been there. He knows what to do. And, you know, if you are, if you have interest in the position, but you feel nervous or scared or whatever it might be, it's like you kind of feel intimidated. And I I didn't know if I could do it, you know? Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how I guess I that's how I would define it. I I don't know how to do it like completely succinctly, but in a broad way.
0: It's okay. It only takes three hundred and fifty episodes to be able to get to that <laughs> point. You know. Yeah. Uh, I should have heard episode one. By the way, the first episode of Inside the Eighteen uh, will, uh, and for anybody out, out there listening, who probably has never heard that episode before, uh, one of the people on the on the call did not uh, have the audio of one of the co-hosts. So they could literally not hear any of the questions that were being asked whatsoever. So it was a lot of like, yeah. <laughs> and just dead air. Yeah. And we'd be like, all right. And, and what he's trying to say by that is blah, blah, blah. So, uh, shout out to Kel Roos. Who's our first guest. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, so let's kind of get, get back into this right here. So if a young player decides, Oh, I want to be a goalkeeper and it's like late, it's like 14, they're like 14, 15, 16 years old. Like what are the
1: first things they should do? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd say the first thing that you want to start doing is you got to, you got to get into, you got to read, you got to let your head coach know, especially if you're a field player, like I was right. You have to let your head coach know, Sasha was, he was always there for me. He always supported me. And I think that when I got that cutting message that I wasn't going to make the team, he was the one who let me know that news. It was, it was feedback that I needed to know, but you need to let your head coach know, because yeah. especially if you're close with them, they're going to want to help you. And they're going to want to point you in the direction to go, um, and you know, coaches have so many connections. You know, some people may not have the opportunity like I did to go to a goalkeeper coach um, at my club, um, but they may have somewhere to point you in that direction to go to uh, to go to a goalkeeper coach, um, whether it's outside the club or whatever it might be. Um, and then at that point, it's like you need a foundation. You know, I, I I had I had the instincts because I had played a little bit before, but yeah. Um, you need you you, especially at that age it's like some of these kids i mean i see them now 13 14 years old it's like they're clean like they can they can hit a good volley they can catch well whatever it might be but if if you're a kid who can make saves and has a good voice but you can't do that type of stuff it's like you're you're not in this day and age you're not going to get the eyes that you need so you need to figure those things out you need to with a coach or or watching videos or whatever it might be clean up on those things first.
0: I I will say this. I get a lot of young goalkeepers that reach out to me or more. Their parents reach out to me around early high school age, 14, 15, 16. And a lot of it is because they, they'd been playing multiple sports. Yeah. So they'd never really thought about it. So a lot of them, it was like, I was a baseball player. I was a football player. I was a basketball player. My friend plays soccer. He says I should go out. I went out there. He thinks I'm pretty good. I kind of want to try this, that sort of thing. I think one of the problems that happens with that is like we put those types of players in an environment too quickly before they have any sort of foundation. So like I personally recommend spending some time, whether you're at a club or, um, you know, you're you're on your own with a private coach or um, having a club club goalkeeper coaching, talking to them and say, hey. I want to take some time to really do this. Maybe I can go down to a younger age group and get some foundational work. What do you think about that? No,
1: no, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of what I ended up doing Um, because so, so, you know, what ended up happening is this, my, the other goalkeeper. So I played on the select one team in eighth grade as well. The other goalkeeper was super busy. He was also a hockey player. So he never could go to goalie trainings, which in my mind was like, you know, it was a little bit refreshing because I was good friends with him and I didn't want to be like, Oh, I'm going to, take your spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I ended up in eighth grade, uh, starting in the fall. That's, I think that's when Stan came into FC. I could be wrong, but I remember that's just when he started running sessions. I came in, there were tons of goalies there. There were kids that were younger than me. I think there were a few kids that were older than me. They were all in the club. Um, but the, the goalkeeper who was on my team, he wasn't there. So I was like kind of training in the shadows. No one knew that I was training. I just was getting better while people, people just thought I was being a center back, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to train with younger goalkeepers. Like, these kids are better than me. Like, like they're going to make me better. Anyone that's – if you train with people that are better than you, even if they're younger than you, you shouldn't be afraid of that. It's going to make you better, you know?
0: Absolutely. I mean, and it's like I was even just thinking about it, like, in in regards to, like, here at camp, right? Like, here at Camp Shutout, like, there's – with all the different groups, like, there's – it's not like every every group is like a specific age. Like there's some groups, it's like the, the ages are all over the place just based on like what's going to be the most beneficial for that person while they're here at camp, you know? Right. Um, let's, let's So let's talk a little bit about like, okay, now you get on a club team and you've never gone through this before. Now you're in a little bit different story because you were still playing on the field. Right. So it's not like you're new to soccer type of a thing. Right, right, right. Um, so what, what do you suggest? Like, let's say somebody um is told like they're a baseball player or whatever it's like, hey, you know, you should try goalkeeping. Come out for the high school team. Like what, what's your advice on that one?
1: Okay. Um,
0: I know a tough one.
1: Yeah. Well, because I'm, I'm just th- to... this happens
0: a lot though high school. Dude. Yeah, yeah. High school's always just try grabbing from the basketball. And, and they had grab... they
1: have soccer like I just say in this hypothetical they have soccer experience or no soccer experience?
0: I think usually when it comes to that, most people in at least in the United States have youth soccer experience because okay they played at some level yeah. before they started cho- focusing on a more of a traditional American sport for lack of a better term.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that the reason why I have a little bit of tough time with this question is that, cause I think that one of the things that helped me as a goalkeeper was the fact that I did have that foundation because yeah. I could, you know, I, I could play a good ball. I could, I could talk well, whatever it might be. But at the same time, the other sports also are going to help them, mm-hmm. you know? So like it, it, as a goalkeeper, obviously, like I always think of us as, playing almost like a different sport than soccer like our our position is so specialized that our trainings are different you know we have a different job than the field players do you know but i was also a baseball player i was also a football player i was also i, I played i played tons of different sports and they all translate especially you and, played and those i those all in high school i didn't play in high school i stopped playing in high school and that's where i had to focus on soccer because i ended up you know playing with the academy program but yeah um yeah, up to up to freshman year of high school, I was I had to decide between basketball, baseball or soccer. So a lot of these American kids and I, I recommend like, I mean, I, I OK, I mean, it's different. It depends on where what you want to do. But, like yeah. I think that playing a lot of sports, especially if you're an American boy, or American girl, whatever it might be, it's like it'll help you like in, in basketball hand-eye coordination and for being a goalkeeper, um, you know, different communication skills, cutting agility, that type of stuff, lateral so, movement, lateral movement. You'll have a foundation you'll probably have good footwork you'll you'll have those different types of skills that some soccer players some some soccer players that didn't play those sports may not have yeah um so so that at that point then i'd say you know before you even get into the goalkeeping if you're new to soccer especially if you only played when you were younger is like okay there there are even though i say that the the training for goalkeeper is very specialized um you you there's still foundations you need to know, like, you know, being able to play a good ball, passing it like simple passes like that, stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure that there'll be athletic. they will be athletic enough to figure that out quickly and pick up on that quickly, especially if they're coachable. Um, And then, and then I think that like getting into goalkeeper training, depending on what sports they played, let's just say they were a baseball player Yeah, with the hand, eye coordination skills they have, they're probably coordinated and have good feet as well. I'm sure that they'd be able to get into a goalkeeper session, watch kids around them and, you know, it may be, a it's different because you're going to be diving and stuff like that eventually. Yeah. But I think that getting into a goalkeeper environment, even at that age, like will be very beneficial to them. And I think that it's, it'll be different, but like, it just will take time. And, you know, I'll go over that for myself. Um, but like, that's how it was for me. You know, like it was really hard for me to become a goalkeeper. I was a field player and it was very different.
0: So let's let's talk it. Let's let's shift gears here, because obviously, for like using yourself as an example, and and I don't want to say you're the outlier or Matt Turner's the outlier, because you, but you're you are because you went from literally playing on the field to all of a sudden being a DA player, um, which is a very very high level for those of you guys who are not living in the United States. Uh, You know, the DA was a very high level before MLS uh, next uh, became a thing. Um, Now you're thinking okay, what do I want to do now? Do I want to be a field player? Do I want to be a goalkeeper? How did you make that choice?
1: Yeah, no. So <laughs> it's funny because all of my best friends were on that select one team and I had really no ambitions at that point, like of playing in college. It was like, you know, I, maybe I could be a, a solid varsity player in my high school, my junior or senior year. I didn't know. I didn't even know if I wanted to play soccer in high school. I, I was, I really liked baseball back then. Um, and so, so in eighth grade, I remember in the winter, um, I, I was training with, uh, with a few other guys, a few older guys actually, cause the younger kids weren't there. And this was the first time, even though I had a few training sessions with Stan, Yeah. I don't think there were so many kids at these training sessions that Stan hadn't noticed me. Yeah. Um, and so I came to this training and Stan was like, who are you? Like, I've, I've never seen you before, um, and I was like, "Oh yeah, my name's, you know, I was little and my name's Will Joseph. I'm on the I'm in 8th grade. I'm on a Select 1 team. I'm a center back." And he was like, "You're a center back? Like, you know, I know there's a lot of things that you could work on, but like you look like, you know, you're a goalkeeper." And I was like, "What? Like, like what are you talking about?" And he was like, "Yeah, like I mean, you know, I like you said you're a Select 1 field player right now. He's like, "You know, I think that you know, you, I really want to see you in an academy environment." And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't even know what this is. I, yeah. I like, I knew, I, I remember I had a few friends that I used to play with at Euro who played Academy. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Then I can't play high school soccer. You know, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And so in eighth grade, I remember uh, in the winter, I went to my first ever Academy training and I, I don't know if the, I, I'm a, born in 2004. Oh, fours, you know, yeah. uh, that I was probably 14, 13, maybe at the time. And the 04 team wasn't there. So I trained at the 03 team. I remember going, it was at uh, Falcon in uh, Glenview. I remember it being way bigger than it is now. But I remember going to this field and like these kids were huge. Like they were pinging balls across the field. Like there was one kid who was like 6'4, like 190. And I was probably 5'10, 120 pounds. I was like, I am. I'm going to die. Like I'm actually like one of these kids going to hit a shot me. I'm going to die. I, I, at this point I wasn't, you know, I wasn't even that cleaned up. Yeah. Like I, I had, I, you know, I could probably hold a volley. I had my footwork was better, but like I was, I was scared. And so I remember, um, I remember playing uh, there and I forget who was coaching the O3 03 time. O3 03 at that point, but they were like, this kid's pretty good. Like he's pretty good. Like definitely not good enough to play on our O3 team. Cause they were very good at the time, yeah. but like this kid could be in an academy environment. Like he's good. And so that entire winter I spent training super hard. Um, again, the goalkeeper on my select to one at this point, like I was like, okay, maybe Academy is, is something that I could do. Um, but I still wasn't really that sure about it. There was a pre-Academy team at that point, And I was interested in that because I could still play high school. Um, but I trained all spring, all winter. And by May, like I knew that I was going to, I knew that I was going to be, I thought I was going to be on the Academy team and, and my story there, it doesn't end there. It's pretty interesting after that. But um, I remember showing up and the goalkeeper who had just gotten back from, uh, or he, he, we, you know, we didn't have any, uh, or actually, yeah, I didn't, I, I played center back that entire season, but I was training goalkeeper as in, in the shadows. And, uh, and he, I remember my friend, the goalie, who's was like, like, why are you at goalie tryouts? And like, why are you good? Like, why are you good? And I was like, I've well,
0: I've been putting this time, and you have no idea, dude. You're like Batman. Yeah,
1: you're I are literally
0: like doing all this like vigilante work on like on the side. No one even knows about it. Like literally, how do you? Ha-? They're like, how do you have this like skill sets?
1: Yeah, and and at that point, I'd also been training with the academy team. Um, in in at in the winter and the spring, I had to go back and train with my uh my my select one team. But I had a lot of experience there, so I got to play in a really high and high level environment. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I trained, I didn't tell, I literally didn't tell anyone besides this about like, besides my best friends and like my parents, obviously they knew about it. Um, And and they were like, that's crazy. Like, and at this point I went to the club, I didn't have to go to the club tryout, but like, I really wanted to just cause I was like, You want
0: to you showcase what you've been working on. Yeah. Cause yeah. The,
1: the Academy tryout was separate. It was like, there was a tryout for Academy and pre-Academy and then there's a tryout for club. And I just wanted to go just cause I was like, you know what? Like, you know, and I, I wasn't trying to be cocky or anything. I was just like, like, this is like, like th- I, I wanted to show how far I've come because yeah. I was like, I wasn't literally six months ago. I was, didn't even have any idea that I was going to be in the position that I was in then. And I was like, this is awesome. So then I, I played there and I played well. And then I went to the Academy tryout and uh we had, I remember it was a weird situation. We ended up back at DA, there was this thing called DP, which is a development player And so there were 22 games over the course of a DA season that included the showcase Yeah, and they planned on, we had four goalies that we planned on rostering and then one of them dropped out and then one of them wanted to play high school soccer. So then it was, uh, Owen, Owen and me and Owen was, uh, um, you know, he's here, he's a counselor at camp now and he's, he's at Notre Dame. Um, and so they ended up full timing Owen and then I was a DP player. So at this point, and then I was full-timed, on the pre-academy red teams. I tech, I was as part of the academy program, but I wasn't playing in the games uh, gotcha. until that freshman going into sophomore year. Okay. Owen so, uh, was like, he hurt his hand or something and I had to go um, fill in for him in California and I had a pretty good showcase. And then after that, I ended up getting a, a spot on the academy team. Um, but that entire year, I still tech, I, I played that entire year with the pre-academy red team kind of not knowing like what I was going to do yet. I
0: think that's one of the things out there for anybody listening out there, especially like coaches who are listening out there, how important these developmental or reserve teams are at these clubs. Like I don't want any young goalkeeper out there who's on one of these teams to think that they're a cast off, that they have no chance, you know, with the higher level team or anything like that. Cause literally that's what the whole point of these teams is, is to get you reps so that you can play at those different levels. Now, speaking of playing at different levels, now you're like, Oh, wait, there's an opportunity for me to play college soccer? I didn't even want to play, high. I barely thought I could play high school soccer.
1: Right, yeah, <laughs> no, it was like, at that point I was like, okay, so I joined academy um, and I was like, okay, academy, like I'm I'm gonna, I want to go play division one soccer now. And I, you know, I, I think when I was younger, when I was, you know, in the Ronaldo days, I was like, yeah, I want to be pro like Ronaldo. Um, but then by the time I was, uh, you know, freshman, sophomore in high school, when I knew I was, I was going to be on the academy team, I was like, all right, I'm kind of shifting my mindset. It's like, you know, I I was a pretty good student in high school, so I wanted to go to a really good academic college. And I was like, all right, like this is this DA thing is gonna help me get into a call a better college than I otherwise probably wouldn't be able to get into. So um I I was like, all right, this all a lot of these kids go and they go play at these crazy good D one schools. FC United is a really good program in Chicago. And so I, I kept working like, you know, sophomore junior year and i you know i didn't get a play on the academy team i didn't get a play in my first da game um, uh, beside the, a, after that freshman year showcase until my junior year and it was it was tough like i you know i was i was always the number two and owen's a phenomenal goalkeeper you know so yeah he was he played really well i remember uh my junior year he ended up going playing with the 19s which gave me an opportunity to play at the 17s and i had like like it was a really tough year because our 17s team lost lots of games and lost by lots of goals. And it was really difficult. Like, it was like my first opportunity to play DA and like we were getting or MLS next at this point. Sorry. Yeah. Cause after COVID and I like we were getting destroyed. Like, we lost the game against FC Cincinnati 7 0. And then we lost against Fire 5 0. And I was like, like, this is really tough. And um, so, so then that was that was hard for me because I was like, I finally got an opportunity. Um, but then we got to go to Davis. And I play, I had a really good showcase there, and that was going to my senior year of college. And I was like, you know what, I maybe I'll be able to play D one D one soccer. I was still talking to some Ivy League schools and some other academic schools, and then um, yeah. So then, like by the end, I, I was talking to the U.S. Naval Academy for a lot, and I thought that that was going to go there. Um, and things didn't pan out as I wanted to, there was a goalkeeper named Thomas Pearson, who was a goalkeeper at Navy for a little bit. And then, uh, Beckham actually was going to go play at Navy before he signed pro. And, uh, I was going to go serve in the military after that, but then that didn't work out. And then by chance, I went to a camp, um, and I, my cousin goes to Washington and Lee university and Michael Nick, uh, who Stan knows pretty well, he uh, was an FC United guy. He was exactly four grade levels above me. And I went to this random camp. I messaged the coaches. It was a good, good good school cousin went there, whatever. And, um, and after one camp, they were like, Hey, like we think you're going to be the replacement for our guy that
0: wait after one camp
1: after one camp, it was junior to senior year. They they saw us from FC United. I'm sure they they know Stan pretty well. Had they
0: seen footage of you, or like was no. it just all based on the camp?
1: It was this one ID camp in Mass in Taunton, Massachusetts. It was a uh, soccer mass. I'm actually wearing the shorts right now. They're like my lucky shorts. Soccer masters. Yeah, like okay. they gave us like different colored shorts to to like you know if you're going to senior year you wore the black shorts. I'm wearing them yeah. right now actually. Um, and they're like my lucky shorts. And and like after one camp, um, they were like, hey, like you know where you're an FC United guy, you're clean. Um, like you know, we think you could be his replacement. He ended up starting all four years at Washington and Lee, and I was like, like what? What? Like I, I at this point it was like I was between a few schools. Like I had no official offers yet, and like yeah. a lot of of the really talented guys, you know, they get offers going into their into their uh, you know when they're already in their junior year of high school. Oh yeah, and so I was like, I'm not, I'm not at, I'm I'm a good goalkeeper. I'm not at that type of level, you know, um, where I could be going to a top Division one school or whatever it might be. You know, may, maybe I could have, but. In my mind, it wasn't like like it wasn't the right move for but me. But again, you know? again,
0: you know, especially and especially as a, as a late identifier, you know, I think one of the problems is, is that like a lot of these college ID camps, especially at the the higher level, for lack of a better term, schools or the bigger profile schools, yeah, is they start identifying players in eighth grade, ninth right. grade, that sort of thing. So like, they're like, who's this? Like, we never saw this guy. Like. Yeah. Who, you know, and because of that, like they're scared off or whatever. But like, I, I want to tell a lot, of like, a lot, a lot of coaches out there, college coaches is like, you have to look at these opportunities and you also have to realize that like athletes are athletes. And if an athlete can move, if an athlete is intelligent, like they're going to. And first off, honestly, one of the things is like, I know a field player is not a different sport, but it is a different sport. So if you find goal, you know, if you find players who, who came from a different sport or were field players, they're going to bring certain skill sets that you may not get from somebody who's been training in goals since they were 8 years old and that's it.
1: No, no, exactly. I mean, like there were certain things like I mean and, and that I'll touch on having played field um, you know, I was a center back, like my feet were very good and the nice thing about that is like you know how you know how the field players function. I think that sometimes maybe goalkeepers um maybe are a little bit can sometimes i mean we're supposed to be connected to our line and i don't mean disconnected when it comes to actual you know passing the ball to them what that type of stuff but it's like understanding what it's like to be in a center back shoes what it's like to be in the position of a striker's shoes like when you're telling them to do things you don't some goalkeepers who had never played field before or played at a, Dude, at a level
0: that's me it's like i'd never played center mid yeah and like all of a sudden like i was thrown into center mid position like at a scrimmage and i was like i don't know how this works like no, what yeah. like i like literally this is complicated there's literally 360 degrees worth of action right right this is very hard
1: well and then, and then imagine like you're a center midfielder and your goalkeeper is at you to do this you know and you're like like what are you t- like and that's why i i, I mean yeah. you know we get, we get so much crap from, from field players for being goalkeepers, but like, we also demand a lot from our field players, you know? So yeah, it's like...
0: absolutely. And I was even talking to some of the young kids out here, you know, uh, in regards to that, it's like, dude, like you're serving, you're selfishly serving, you're serving based on like, what's easiest for you as opposed to what's going to be successful for that field player. Right. So you need to look at yourself. You need to be empathetic and you need to look at, it from the other side what's going to be the best service for that person right if that was you what how would you want the ball served and then it like totally changes their perspective on it you
1: know no yeah yeah absolutely I I completely agree it's it's definitely and you know I, I just I don't know I think that the field player aspect helped me in in many ways and you know I think that that sometimes even now, like, you know, obviously not at a college level, but like, you know, if I whatever playing pickup or whatever it might be, it's like, you know, sometimes I still want to go hop in at center back, you know, like I, I'm I'm definitely not fit enough compared to these field players, but it's like I still have a longing desire to go do it. You know, it's like sometimes I, I feel like I'm I, I love goalie to death, just like everyone else in this camp. But it's like you get that longing, especially if you especially because I played field literally four, five years ago, you know, so, or six years ago. I, I want to
0: say this, though, because, you know, one of the things that with developmental players and like, you know, we did the superhero draft earlier today, you know, on, on the podcast, and we were we had a developmental slot. And uh, so a lot of people were very confused on what developmental meant. And I'm like, a player that's a project, a player that, you know, has some qualities, but they're not necessarily – the you're not sure of them in the, in the moment yet in the situation, in the situation. Um, And I think of, you know, somebody that's a late identifier is as a project, you know? So a lot of schools have to look at that and go like, okay, do we have the time to bring in this player? Because let's say Washington and Lee had, you know, uh, uh, no, no time. They needed somebody right away. Like, that's a tough situation to bring in somebody like yourself, you know, and obviously you'd had a few, a few little bit more years, but you know, you get what I'm saying.
1: Right. Well, no, I mean, at that point though, I think that when I got recruited, like I, you know, from freshman to sophomore year, I, uh, I mean, sorry, my freshman year, like I I look at tape cause I, I would go to the fields and I'd film myself with my friends taking shots on me. And like, you know, I wasn't very clean, you know, I still, I still had a lot of instinct in me. I played really good games, but I still had a lot of instinct in me. And then, Going sophomore year, I mean, I'm sure I was more, I was better, but like, I remember looking at my set position. I'm like, why am I like, like for a 30 yard shot, like squatting to the ground? Like there's no reason for me to be set that high. And then junior year, I remember I did a lot of training um, with, uh, with Ross Kane, uh, who's now a Sacramento Republican. I'm not sure if he, I think he's still there, but he really cleaned me up. Like he really, really, really cleaned me up. And he expected a lot from me. Um and and Aiden Crawford also he and I would go it was during the the pandemic or a little bit after it um and and like we we really got a lot of training and so by that point like I was I was clean I was a clean goalkeeper you know a coach saw me and they're like that kid's a clean goalkeeper and so you know I think like I, I was clean I was clean enough and I had enough instinct where a coach could be like yeah this I, I would want to pick up this kid I think that that's why in the at the end like the the school the top the bigger D1 schools I talked to probably stopped talking to me because I wasn't as clean as the kids that they brought in. Yeah. Um, but a school like Washington and Lee, it's division three. It's one of the top division three schools, but I I played, I play a s- extremely high line stands, you know, cemented that into my brain and um, Washington and Lee, the, the coaches, coach uh, Singleton and coach Freeman saw that. And I, it's funny because we played the alumni and Michael Nick came back and he and I are, we pretty much play exactly the same. It's wow. actually funny to watch because Stan, Stan developed. I mean, you know, at FC, I'm not going to say all of us are the same, um, but like in many ways, there's there's many aspects of us because of Stan that we we just look very similar. Um, and so a- after after our first game of my freshman year of college at Washington and Lee, I ended up getting to play every single game of the season, and I ended up getting second team All Conference and was the freshman uh, athlete of the year nominee at Washington and Lee. I, I didn't win it. Some other kid beat me. Was, this was for all sports. Um, but I mean, there, there are certain things. And, and again, you know, I, oh. I feel like I haven't said this enough. I mean, when we talk about being a development player, yeah. Stan saw, I mean, I saw this video and it, it sometimes like, I, I remember watching this video um, a couple, like last year before I went off to college. And I, I think I like honestly started crying because it was, Pretty awesome but stan took a video of me um eighth grade me before i had gotten any training just like talking about myself and i'd have my little 13 year old voice talking and stan must have saw something he saw something in me and he ran with it and like if we think about a development player like you know i was stan's development player he trusted me there were there were coaches in the in the academy program that didn't want me to be on the team they're like why are, why are we bringing a center back who has never played goalie into an academy program this is not the this is not the right move and there were other coaches that trusted me or had faith in me and and they always and they had and, and because they had that faith in me i i got to continue playing goalkeeper and i got to continue developing and i'm i'm excited to continue developing and becoming a better goalkeeper. Um, but, you know, I, even though, like, you know, I, I want to talk to all of these people that were in the same position as me, it's going to be different because I was blessed to have Stan in my life, you know, um, and, you know, that's, you may not have a Stan. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. It, it A lot of that is just, you know, kind of luck, you know. Well, if you
0: don't have a stand, you're very lucky because the Union app does launch on August 1st. If you're listening to this or watching this right now, and August 1st has passed, we are doing this in the past, which means that we don't know what's going to happen. So uh, congratulations to uh, Zambia for winning the Women's World Cup and uh, all the other things that happened in the in the month of August to all of you guys right there. Let, I am went out on a limb right there. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> anyway, uh Speaking of that, guys, the Union Napa uh, is, is going to be live in August. Uh, shout out to It's a place for youth athletes to engage with top pro, pro players and coaches. So these late identifiers uh, have a place to connect with people uh, like Will Joseph, you know, other like-minded individuals. We're going to be doing breakdown sessions uh, where you can bring your own game footage. Uh, let's say you're a center back and you just played your first game in goal. You can bring that footage to a top coach and they can break it down with you and you guys can interact and engage as opposed to just getting a thumbs up emoji or a comment or something like that there's going to be engagement forums where you guys can connect with other people whether they're top players or whether they're people just like yourselves we are going to be doing a lot of cool stuff private sessions online sports science stuff sports psychology stuff it's going to be really really cool and shout out to camp shout out for being one of the first communities on the platform uh will i think you actually have a handle now on the union, uh, do you know what your handle is? If anybody wants to connect with you,
1: yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Will Ray Joe. Um, the Ray is R A Y, and the Joe is J O. Um, yeah, it's, you could get you can link up with me there. I would be super excited to talk to anyone. I really, really like. I, I love this position, and I, I I'm really interested in. I love watching goalkeepers on their own journey. So feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to talk.
0: And, and, and I, I love that, man, because, you know, the thing is, is that I think we all need to keep engaging with young goalkeepers and and even even older goalkeepers like everyone can kind of learn from each other, you know. Um, so if you if you're in a similar story, reach out to Will, man. I mean, we're going to be doing some college ambassador stuff uh, with with some different goalkeepers. Maybe Will's going to be one of them. Who knows? We got to look at the contracts, see if it works out. I don't know what the NIL deals are. at Division three. I don't know if we have those seven figures that they're looking for, but <laughs> we'll, uh...
1: yeah, at least a million, <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least a million is it. Is, is what he's looking for uh, right there. Obviously, if you want to reach out to us at goalkeeper podcast uh, on the union or contacted inside the 18 media.com, if you have a guest suggestion or a topic suggestion, if you want to reach out to me directly, it's at Michael Magid on the union. If it doesn't have to do with goalkeeping, you can reach out to me on what the old old things called social media. Uh, and that's at Michael Magid on that. Uh, that's all the time on inside the 18 and we are out. Later, guys.